Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Appreciate everybody being on tonight. Um, you know, it was a good scrimmage tonight. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we had to go uh, due to lightning, had to go into the indoor. Um, and I thought, you know, guys handled the transition really well, had a, had a ton of energy. Uh, I thought guys were flying around tonight, you know, for to end this week. And, uh, you know, it was six straight days, um, you know, the – the physical work that was put in, the, you know, the mental strain, you know, having to drive three out, you know, two and a half, three hours back, uh, you know, this morning, and and uh, you try to create some some adverse situations and circumstances. Um, you know, I thought our guys handled it really well, and I'm, I'm proud of the team for the for the work they put in tonight. You know, there was um, a lot of great things from the scrimmage. You know, both sides of the ball, explosive plays. You know, you know, there was some great physicality. Um, you saw guys, you know, winning one-on-one matchups. You saw guys, uh, you know, you know, running hard, blocking hard. Um, you know, we had some uh, some penalty things that we had to clean up. You know, we did have ACC officials here, and you know, some of our, um, you know, our, our, our young linemen just uh, got a little got a little antsy, and so we got to we got to make sure we definitely, uh, um, you know, clean up clean up some of those uh, procedural things. Uh, but all in all, I thought it was a, a really good good scrimmage. I thought you know you know Jordan, uh, we gave him a, a couple series, um, you know you know two or three series. I thought he did a really nice job you know throughout it, and um, you know what really wanted to see Tate and AJ, uh, you know, get get some work with the ones. You know, but I think both both guys, you know Tate, um, probably you know he got you know a few more reps, but uh, you know AJ did a, did a good job. You know he got a, got a set with the ones and was able to move the ball with them. And uh, I thought just the 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 ownership of the of the offense. I mean they're really doing a, a nice job. And uh, you know I like what I'm seeing from that group. I thought our running backs ran hard. You know receivers made some plays uh, out on the perimeter. Um, you know, guys that have been playing well or continue to play well. Um, so I'm excited about that continued development. And then you know defensively, I thought uh, you know. It was definitely uh, our our defense played fast tonight, and you know there was a lot of physicality. Um, you know there was uh, it just it was a, I thought it was a really good scrimmage, and so um, you know definitely proud of the team for the way they approached it, and uh, you know need we'll have tomorrow will be an off day. You know they'll come in, they'll get treatment. Uh, you know Monday Monday will be an off day. You know, we'll come in and watch the film, and you know try to give them uh, a couple back to back. Uh, days, which without the physical, and then uh, you yeah, know we'll jump back into this week as we uh, as we continue to pre- prepare. Uh, you know, still got a lot of work to be done, uh, but you know I like I like you know the, the trajectory of, of where we're heading. All right, first question will be Chris Mike, after these six straight days, and just in general at this point in camp, what do you think the identity of this team is? 
Uh, I think it's a team that's tough. I think they're 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 building their their mental toughness. Um, you know, the physical toughness is something that's that's shown up. Um, you know, and they're you know they're they're passionate. I mean that that I think you know you guys you're know, saying that yesterday you in in a day that didn't start the way it needed to. I mean you see. Um, you know the energy. You see the the excitement, the competitiveness. Um, you know, and that showed up again tonight. Like tonight, you know, I was I was disappointed we weren't going in Doak. I wanted to I wanted to to be able to do that, but with you know the uncertainty of of time and you know of, of how long a delay would be. You know, we decided we wanted to get to work. I want these guys to have these next two days off. Um, and so we we went ahead and moved it to the IPF. And um, man, it was great energy and I, I thought they came out to compete today and that was really really pleasing you know for me just coupled with the just the schedule that of what we've what we've held uh, you know leading up to this point and um you know so, i mean i do believe it's a team that you know they really they love to compete and uh, we've got we got to continue to to clean up the details we got to continue to uh, to focus on those little things, but uh, you know, I, I like the the identity of what they're showing, and it's a team that de definitely uh, you know, cares about each other. Your uh, 2019 team at Memphis was a very tough team. It seemed like both physically and mentally. Uh, was that something that developed over your time there? I, I know that program was probably a little further ahead than this one was when you got here, but. Was that something that developed over that time, or were they pretty much like that at the beginning of your time? No, I mean it's something that's developed. I mean the the way that we do things, the way we practice, the way that uh, um, you know, you approach every day, um, the, the 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 challenges, the response. I mean, you know, each year you, you're dealing with with you know, a group of new players, and you have, you have to you identify and bring in the right ones um, that possess the skills and talent to, to be able to go out there and win at a high level, uh, but then also have the, the character, the passion, um, you know, the heart and the love of the game to, to be able to make that investment daily. And that's, you know, we're, we're night and day different from when we first got here, just in the way we approach work. I mean, in the, in the, the, you know, embracing the, those challenges, knowing what that you, what that adversity and what those experiences can build, uh, rather than you know focusing on the things that that were you know the negative aspect of it. And you know, I mean, these are still 18 to 22 year old kids. I mean, it's you know, it's it's not natural. You know, people want to be comfortable. They, they you know, you want to you know, just kind of you know go with the flow uh, you know, whenever you can. But uh, you know, these guys are. Uh, I like I like the direction they're heading, and um, you know we have more. And I'm, I know I mentioned that you know it comes with off seasons, it comes with you know with fall camp, it comes with spring practice, and you know when when guys see that growth and they see themselves, um, you know improving. I mean we had a couple, you know I talk about this week, and you know, we had five straight days, and we had guys that were hitting their top speeds of fall camp yesterday, which is you know it shows. I mean that's, that's training. That's that's. It was impressive, and to watch them fly around tonight, um, you know, it is it is something that has to be developed, and it's, it's definitely not something that develops overnight. Uh, but um, you know, these guys, they they're uh, I like their mindset. Thanks to Perry from Coach, with you challenging your team physically, you know, mentioning literally five seconds ago that they're hitting their top speeds after five straight days of work, how do you think they responded tonight with the fatigue and like the wear and tear? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think the thing that's been been impressive is, you know, the 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 lack of of um, you know any tissue issues. You know, we don't we don't you know that's that's been something. Uh, you know, Coach Storms, uh, you know, our, our athletic training uh, you know staff, um, you know, you know Jackson Schaefer, you know, in sports science. I mean, these guys they 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 have spent they spend a lot of time, uh, and we all coordinate. You know, making sure that you know what is the level, and this started, you know. Back in the spring, and, and then you know, went into the summer, and, and all things build up. You know, there's a progression of it, and the, and, and the players, you know, they believe in that progression. And you know, your body's gonna your body's gonna be sore, it's gonna be tired, but you know, the the things that we have had that have showed up uh, injury wise, uh, they're not from you know, it's not from a um, you know wear and tear. You know, there's been a couple you know things that really are just very, very tough and just kind of also part of a game, um, you know, and just when they happen. So, um, yeah, and that's, that's, you know, year in, year out, you know, sometimes it, 
you 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 get through it clean with uh, with with certain injuries, and um, you, know, you know sometimes you get you know some of them show up. But um, you know we'll, I, I think our guys and their training and the way they prepared, uh, you know their bodies, are, it's responding really really well. Yeah, you know, I, I got to go back and watch all the film, but I thought they both made good checks. There was a, you know, um, push the ball down the field well. I mean, I thought they did did a, um, you know, they didn't seem uncomfortable, and that's you know, when you when you're looking at at, at quarterbacks, you know, and especially young quarterbacks. I mean, um, you know, when they're in, when they're able to take control of it and you know, helping. You know, you know, making different calls, you know, different things that they're seeing. Um, you know, while still being able to play really fast, uh, you know, within the, within the system. I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll get you'll probably have more details, but there was there really wasn't anything with with either or any of the quarterbacks that you, you come out of tonight. You're like, oh man, that's yeah. There was no glaring you know issue that uh, that they weren't putting us in a in a in a good position and. Uh, you know, there's always going to be some details and some fundamental things that we'll get to continue to work and just going through progressions. But uh, you know, all in all, I thought it was a I thought it was a good day. Nice to be Kurt Weiler from the Osceola. Mike, kind of following up on that, I guess who did you see? I know you talked about Deuce last week. Who helped them out in the in the passing game? And how did the offensive line do? I know they kind of got challenged last week when they were down a few guys in the spring. I mean, it was a. I thought it was a good day. I mean, there were some explosive runs. Um, you know, I know, you know, Johnny showed up again today and had a couple big plays. Um, you know, Micah Deuce had a couple of, of explosives. Uh, um, you know, Malik. I mean, it was it was a it was a good. And Marquise and Douglas had a had a huge play. Um, you know, there tonight. I mean, it, it was it was fun to see the receiving core and and what they were able to do and. Um, you know, White Rector had a couple nice plays. So it was a, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a good scrimmage in, in regards to that. And I thought the O line, you know, there was a, um, you're still, you know, mixing, got a couple different, um, you know, mixing guys around. Darius Washington got uh, got some work tonight, which was really good. Um, you know, he's been working himself back, um, you know, in a, in a limited basis, but good to see him out there and getting getting being able to take part of the scrimmage. Um, you know, as we continue to progress him along, but uh, you know, I, I'm excited about our offensive line and and the the growth and, and the work that and we needed a lot of work tonight. And uh, you know, as we continue to to look at that um, those best lineups and making sure that uh, you we you know we have the confidence and the versatility of what these guys can do as as you know things you know happen throughout the course of the year. Mike, uh, you mentioned some guys on offense. Who who are some standouts for you on, on the defensive side of the ball? You know, it was uh, I, I was really pleased. I mean, I thought you know Jamie, you know he was he was all over. I saw him, um, you know, flashing Tatum. You know, once again, you know it's a, the scrimmages are you know, he definitely you know shows up big uh, in those moments. I thought our defensive line did a, did a good job. It was was disruptive in some situations, um, but uh, you know it was. You know, really a collective effort. There wasn't. Um, you, know, you saw guys just flying around making plays, which is what you what you want to see. Um, you know, but it was. Um, I mean, to, to single out, you know, just specifically. I mean, there was. I mean, there was a, a lot of good plays at a lot of good times. So it was. Um, I think collectively, it was a, a great effort from our defense. Did you did you guys get any time inside of Doke? And and what do you think now that maybe you guys are missing by not getting these, these scrimmages? inside of Doke? Yeah, you know, I mean, it the biggest. No, we didn't. It was uh, actually when we were transitioning out. There was a couple more, you know, um, strikes that you, you, there wasn't. It was going to be a little, it was going to be a long delay. So uh, you know, it was unfortunate that. Um, we weren't able to, but really, it's just more the the operation. Um, you know, for some of these guys that haven't, you know, and and that's where the good thing is that we had most of our most of our players were here in the spring. Um, you know, we had a big group of them that that have been in had the spring game. You know, we we went into and and uh, for practice earlier this week, which was which was good. Um, some of the communication things with coaches, but that's one you know, it's one of the benefits of continuity. And uh, you know, with 
not a whole lot of moving pieces with our staff um, from last year to this year. You know, some guys in different roles, but you know how we communicate, what we do. We were still able to get that for the most part. Um, you know, they're inside, but they're you know. All, there was some logistical things that doesn't allow us, you know, the um, to have the the full, you know, the full setup of you know the 23 headsets and all those things that that you would normally have. So, um, you know, that that's probably the the biggest challenge. We will get in there, um, you know, a couple more times before we kick off. But um, you know, that was that's a, that's just the biggest, you know, I guess, disappointment. But once again, we can't control it. All right, we're gonna go two more. Next will be Kurt Weiler. Uh, you called this identity week. It seems like you've learned a lot about teams' identity. I guess what is this next week? What's the focus of this next week? I guess it's kind of the the last week before game week, the week after. Get better. I mean, it's you know that's uh, I know it's simple, but it's our daily focus, and uh, you know. This this last week was set up to be adverse. I mean, it, there's no question. When I put it when I put it together, I mean, I knew it was going to be there was going to be a grind element to it, and. Um, you know, I, I like this week. This is this is one that you can really um, you you see growth and you get to see you know the you know like that identity show up. I mean, and there w it wasn't a perfect week. It was it was a week that you know guys had to respond, and um, I knew tonight would be a a, a, a telling you know uh, experience for for where they are. And you know, I just thought that the, the way they they approached tonight and and just uh, you know, dealt with some of the circumstances. Thought it was really good. So uh, now we now our focus is we get two days two days where they're off from the physical. You know, get the, the bodies kind of heal up just a little bit. Um, you know, it'll be a challenge come Tuesday. You know, after you have a couple of days off, you know, we're gonna have to jump right back in it and um, and then you know it's just about that constant improvement as till we get to game week and then you know our our sole focus so uh, it will be on Duquesne and and the. Uh, um, you know, the continued growth to be our best, uh, you know, come August 27th. But, um, you know, I, I think our guys, you know, accomplished a, a lot of great things this week, and we just have to continue to get better this uh, the week ahead. All right, last one will be Brandon Savelle. You also called this past week, in addition to identity week, a moving week, I believe, as well. Uh, in terms of getting the depth chart kind of solidified, uh, was that informative this week and even into the scrimmage tonight? Do you think you guys pretty much have that mostly ready – yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's still. I mean, I, I think we have a pretty good sense of the guys that are that have shown the consistency that will be able to help us. Now, what the, the extent of that is still on them. And um, you know, what I like is I do think we have depth. I think we have guys that can help this team. I think we, um, you know, certain certain positions more than others, but. Um, you know what what that's going to look like come game day. I mean that's a daily process. That's a you know that, that's going to go all the way up till we till we kick off. Uh, just the, showing that consistency and playmaking ability and whatever your role is. But um, you know I think we've had some guys that really, have really emerged and 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 stood out and um, they've got to continue to do that. And now we'll be able to probably midweek kind of get a little bit more solidified of you know who's going to be in that. Uh, in those top couple groups, and uh, you know, some guys that just need a little bit more time to develop, whether it's you know in this season or or even you know for future seasons. But you know, I like, like I said, I, I, I like I like this group, and and I like the work that they put in, and uh, you know, I think we're in a good place, and just gotta go get better. All right, thank you, coach. Thank you, guys. How you doing? Good, brother. How are you? I'm good. Hey, um, Coach Norvell mentioned that uh, Jordan kind of guys limited him a little bit just to see the younger quarterbacks. How did Jordan look when he was in there? And then uh, if you could just kind of give an overview of the younger guys. Jordan's had a really good camp. You know, he's been consistent. So, you know, we wanted to kind of, we knew what he's been and he's put the work in. So we wanted to kind of let those younger guys roll with those older groups, let them operate with the with, with the wide the O-line, the running backs. And I thought those young guys, man, showed, showed a lot. You know, I thought, you know, I thought Tate was poised. I thought AJ made good decisions. You know, we didn't have many of the, the negatives that we had in scrimmage one. So I thought those guys, you know, showed their understanding and their confidence in the offense. Coach Jamil talked about Johnny and a few plays he had again tonight. I know that's kind of been a theme of late. He's definitely been stringing together some good days. Coach Dugan talked about how hard he's been on Johnny. I guess how what have you seen from him that's really pushed him to kind of it seems like 
played a more consistent level this, this preseason? And Johnny shows just a lot of toughness. You know, that's what I like about Johnny. When I see it in his face, you know, he's a he's a, a very mild-mannered, cool guy. But, like, when he's on the field, he shows toughness in blocking and route running and the violence that he plays with. So I think he wants that toughness. Like, if, if we're coaching him in the kind of way, he probably, he'd be disappointed. He likes the, the, the rough coaching, the in-your-face, the correction at the time. So and I think that's unlocking his potential. You know, he putting some, he's kind of stringing some, some days together where he's operating the way he needs to operate. And I've been proud of his work, and I've really been proud of the look that he has when he's out there, the focus, the sideline, the, the detail. He's, he's doing a good job. Hey, Alex. Good evening. Good evening. Um, what kind of identity would you say this offense has formed this preseason, especially over this past week when you guys kind of put him through a lot of things? Well, yeah, I mean, two words come to mind is just unity and toughness. You know, I think that they're playing together. Um, you know, they're supporting each other, even on the bad plays. You know, it's, it's easy. You know, when you go into a scrimmage, you know, it's either touchdown or everybody's sad. But I think what they're doing is they're supporting each other through the mistakes, through the positive plays, through the correction. So they're knowing their 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 their, their, their teammates' corrections. Like, hey, I, I saw you mess that up last time. Now I see you corrected. So what I like is the support and just the toughness, man. I mean, those backs are running hard. I mean, the receivers are really running. I, I like the toughness that they're displaying, even on the back end as we're coming through camp. It, it's been pleasing to see. As you guys have been trying to develop some depth, depth excuse me, in different positions, especially at the center mm -hmm. this week, um, what have you seen out of those guys who have gotten opportunities um, to learn maybe new skills or, or step up? This week. Well, I threw some monkey wrenches at them. You know, I, I make it uncomfortable as possible. So, like, I told a couple of guys that played right all camp that they playing left today. I told some guys that that they've been playing right to play left. Like, I kind of I threw some monkey wrenches at day, which caused more focus penalties. We got to correct that. You know, and this game is ever flowing. We can't say, oh, I'm I, like we, we want to build continuity, but we also got to be able to operate when there is no continuity. So you got to train for both instances. But I, what I liked about today was I thought we operated well. I thought the snaps were good with the young guys that play. We rotated a lot of guys, so we're going to have about four or five guys that can play that position outside of the ones we already have. So just building that depth, and this is the time to stress them. This is the time to make it uncomfortable. This is the time to say, all right, you played right all, all camp, now you're playing left today, and telling them that right before we go out there. Just trying to see what they respond to because, you know, those situations are going to come up. So we got to train for them. Coach Norville mentioned Marcus and Douglas turned in a highlight play today. What can he offer you guys both as an inline blocker and a big body working down the field? What I like about Marquise is it's the true process of development. You know, he, he came in, had a rough deal. He wasn't able to operate when he first got here. He had a medical kind of deal that he had to sit out. Then he came back the next year. He was too big, had to lose weight, get his nutrition right. Now he got an off season. But he has fought through. I mean, he even spent some time in my room for a little while as an old lineman, you know. But, like, now getting to see him progress and his body take shape and his understanding, and he's getting to display his skill, which we saw when we took him. So I'm really pleased with his growth, but it's not really surprising us. I think the surprising thing is that, you know, it's coming together a little bit quicker than I thought. But, I mean, he got on ran today. I said, oh, man, faster than what I thought he was. How would you evaluate communication with the team so far? Not even uh, between you guys, but even between themselves. You already mentioned how they have been coaching each other up after the mistakes, after things you have mentioned. Have you seen an increase in the way that they have been able to communicate effectively? I've been really pleased with it. You know, when you're building a team, you know, we brought in a lot of new people, you know, so the competition is high and you're always concerned with, you know, hating and fakeness you know, acting like I'm for the team, but I'm not because things are not going well for me. So that was a big thing in challenging the offense is let's get rid of the fakeness, let's get rid of hating, let's put it all on the table and say this is what it is. Now let's learn how to jingle and be happy for one of our teammates. And if that's you, you're going to want that same support. So let's go compete, let's go fight it out, but let's support each other real, genuinely, and not the, you know, the, the fake all-star team kind of deal. And I think I've been more pleased with that than anything. You know, I, I see guys after a, a completion celebrating, I see them after an uh, incomplete saying, that's all right, you good, instead of saying, well, I wish that was me. So I've been really pleased with the unity of the offense and the way they've been supporting each other and, and really challenging each other also. Coach, can I, Charleston's a kid that said, you know, part of the reason he committed to this program is because of you and how bluntly honest you were with him. You, I guess you kind of told him that his tape really wasn't all that good, um, mm -hmm. but he wasn't scared about that. He seems like he's progressing. I mean, has he progressed for freshman? How much of it 
of being successful for you is, is, it, is it a physical thing? Is it a mental thing? I mean, can, personally, what's it with Kanai? Give Kanai a shout out. He, he took the rest with the ones today. Um, I threw him in a tough situation. He wasn't prepared for that. I threw him and said, you going with the ones today for a couple of series. And I want to see how he respond. You know, he, he's, you know, a big thing with him, he had to come down and trim his weight, you know, work on his mental toughness. But I've been pleased because he's still here. He's still fighting. He's still swinging. Now, he still has a lot of progression to go. We still got to cut him down a little bit more and things like that. But he is one of the more mentally sharp guys I've been around as a freshman. I mean, there's not many mental mistakes he'll make. I mean, he was a you know 4.0, smart guy, real good process, real good thinker. If you ever have a conversation with him, he does a really good job in conversation. He's a great listener. So, you know, his time will come, and I think it's coming sooner than what I thought because he, he's earning that. We'll go back to Ira. It's never too late for two questions. Come on. Um, I, was, <laughs> I wanted to ask about... Um, uh, Justin Turnitin is a guy that you know, he hasn't been here all that long. I was kind of curious how his development is going. And then the other one is seeing Kay Lyles out there, and I don't know if he was out there tonight, but I know in Jacksonville he was going to the practices and still putting on pads. And you know, obviously it's a tough situation, but what, is, what does he mean to, to your group? Well, I'm gonna start with Caden because when you talk about toughness, buy-in. Through adversity, and, and nobody displayed that better than anybody. I mean, to have what he's going through and still show up, still put the uniform on, he's coaching them harder than me sometimes. I'm using it, you know, I'm asking him questions. What'd you see right there? Because that's how his mind is. So, you know, he's a part of this team just as much as anybody else, and he is doing a great job of developing those young guys. He spent a lot of time outside of his time. So I've been really appreciating what Lyles have brought. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited about Lyles. Now, what was the other part of the question you asked me? Just how uh, Jazz thinks we Oh, like Jazz, that. yeah, big Jazz. Yeah. Well, you know, Jazz was another guy through some challenges situations. I read him at guard, right tackle, left tackle, and he's new in the offense because I like giving him that challenge and also questioning his effort. You know, I want to push him past those four and five, six rep deals and trying to see can you play eight, 12, 14 reps in a row and really challenge him and, and challenge his conditioning. And today was one of the, I would say early on, one of the first times I seen him fight through good mentality and good things like that. And, you know, Jazz knows, you know, this is, this is a swing for him. You know, this is this is the last swing. So, you know, I think that part of it also is challenging him to challenge himself where I don't have to go outside of my character to challenge him. He's doing a good job of holding himself accountable. All right, that'll wrap us up. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Good evening, Adam. Just Thank wondering you. how did you think the defense performed tonight? Mike said he thought they were flying around and very effective overall. Yeah, I mean, I thought we played hard. I thought we were um, play with good energy level. You know, gave up a couple explosives um, and credit to the offense. I thought they executed a high level. They did a nice job tonight. I thought they ran hard, created some big plays. Um, they capitalized on any mistakes we made. Uh, what I was excited about was when explosives did happen is the way we turned around and played in the red zone. Um, you know, we battled, you know, on multiple occasions with that first group uh, when the ball got down in there. So those are good things to see, you know, after after a, a play and wh whoever, however it got down there, our guys stood up, communicated through it, um, and, and definitely took advantage of some opportunities um, to play stout in the red zone. So those things were good. All right, next will be Ira Chopin from Warchamp. Hey, Coach. Uh, I know Ira. last week you talked about this tackle as being a, a bit of an issue. Uh, uh, curious how that went. And then also, could you just reflect on this, this week and, and how your guys came through it? I know it was a real challenging uh, week physically and, and mentally. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought the tackling was solid. You know, I think we overran a few cutback runs um, that we can't do, but I thought we were bringing our pads around our feet on contact a little bit better. Um, you know, we did fall off some, you know, so. You know, we got it's a, it's a constant thing in college football nowadays with, you know, just your opportunities to tackle and how you teach it. You know, you just got to take advantage of those. And I thought we did get a week better, but we still got it. That's going to be until the season ends. You know, uh, but I think we've gone six straight days of of, of pounding and um, you know on the road, off the road, traveling, and you know, the, those weren't really. We don't create those things to become uh, problems, but. You know, it it was a it was a challenging week, uh, just from you know we gave them all the reason to continue to um, come together, continue to you know from moving to Jacksonville to coming back to the the concepts of practice to the walkthroughs and you know even today you know in the seven shot offense scored a few but you saw the guys' energy level you know in the intensity of 
you know, it not being okay and them coming together. So you know, I thought we got out of the week what we wanted to, which was they were going to be challenged in a lot of ways this week um, by each other. I thought the intensity of those practices in, <clears throat> in Jacksonville were outstanding. You know, offense won some drills, defense won some drills. They get after each other. Um, it was an intense um, grind fest, and I thought our team got better because of it. You know, Jamie's trying to play as hard as he can every rep. And, um, you know, whether it's special teams, I mean, right now he's starting on kickoff and punt, and, you know, we're pushing him. And, you know, he's obviously playing a lot of snaps on defense. And we're moving around some to try to create flexibility for our defense um, and to be able to showcase his talents. And, you know, Jamie's really come on these last couple practices. You know, he, he's playing really hard. He's playing fast. And you know, we got to clean up a few of his angles on some. But, you know, I, I know what Jamie's about. Um, I'm looking forward to coaching him, looking forward to pushing him. And, you know, he's pushing the other guys. And, you know, this team's important to him. As far as takeaways this preseason, have you been pleased with how the defense has allowed some of them to come to them while also at times going and making the play and generating them on their own? Yeah, Chris, I, you know, just, you know, I've kind of, as we've progressed, we have these takeaway circuits that we work, but they've really become ball disruption circuits. And, you know, we, we try to tell our guys, listen, we got to find ways to impact winning. And, you know, th that comes to, you know, obviously when, when you take the ball away, it becomes, okay, that guy did it. But there's a bunch of things that go into it. And just our ability to disrupt the ball from the end of last season till now. And part of it is just because of the rules. You know, the NCAA allows you now, you know, in the winter, you were able to, you know, just, you know, work, you know, even conditioning drills. You can beat it into their minds and create habits. And then, you know, when the ball was becoming useful, when you could use the balls in the summer, you know, there's just a lot of opportunities to teach. And, you, you know, you see, especially the freshmen and the redshirt freshmen that really didn't know any different, like they're doing it subconsciously now. I mean, the ball, the hands are going up, they're attacking the football, and we're gloving the ball on some pass breakups. And, you know, I, I like where we're at now, but it's one of those things, if you take your foot off the fundamentals and you stop doing it and then they'll stop and so we make sure that we constantly try to be proactive and come out with new drills uh coming up with film clips of showing our guys doing it throughout practices and um you know i i think i like the direction we're headed with our fundamentals when it comes to ball disruption Uh, Coach Shannon the other day mentioned, you know, just the mixing matching. He's doing a linebacker. He doesn't really, really want to declare starters. You know, he just wants to kind of get those guys all to feel like they're starters. And I know you still have some position battles, by um, corner and a couple other positions as well. Will there be a point you feel like where you need to get 11 guys to get a lot of reps together, or, or will this kind of continue maybe up until right towards the end? Well, I mean. We won't just have 11. I mean, we all know that, you know, especially up front. We'll have, you know, probably five defensive tackles that will play and at least probably four ends. You know, at linebacker, we'll probably have four guys that play the majority of snaps. Um, and then in the secondary, you know, we'll probably lock in on five and then have a sixth and a seventh, have a third to fourth safety, have a third to fourth nickel slash corner in. Um, what we're doing at linebacker right now at Randy is we're teaching them basically both spots and we're making it really flexible so it's always the next man up. It's not just the backup at a certain spot. Um, I think we've done a good job in the secondary of doing that as well. Um, just you're trying to get the next best player ready, whether it's a corner, whether it's a nickel, whether it's safety. Um, and so I, I like the flexibility. And, and I think it's come, again, with the, with the new rules, we've got a lot more time on the field with these guys. And so it's allowed us to teach the concepts to a lot of people. And we have a lot of guys that have played a lot of football. And so, you know, there, we will be locked in on a rotation here as you get closer to Duquesne week. Um, but you're still repping three groups now. So, you know, you're rotating guys down, guys get banged up, so other guys go with other guys. Um, but, yeah, I think it is important when you're working a lot of drill work that, 
you know, the triangle of people working over two people or, or used to playing with each other. But I feel confident that we've got enough guys coming back from last year that, that that's, that's ready to go. For the program, absolutely. Like, there's nothing better than, you know, for our offense to go out there and have success because it's going to build the competition. Same thing adversely to defensively. And I don't think you ever want to be one-sided in your football team. We have good wide receivers, and Jordan's playing really good football. I mean, he's putting the ball in really good places. We know what he can do when he's got the ball in his hands, but when he releases the ball, you know, especially in the red zone, he's made some really good throws. And we've got a good set of wideouts, you know. Ron does a good job with them. Coach Norvell does a great job with the offense. Alex, you know, our quarterbacks, I mean, they show up every day and, you know, they're a super competitive group. I think it's been a really good back and forth, um, you know, this, this fall camp. Coach, I don't know if luxury is the right word, but maybe benefits a little bit more appropriate. But just what kind of benefit is it for you as a defensive coordinator of the staff that you know your best players, whether it's Jamie or Fabian or maybe a guy like Kalen or Tatum at the, at the middle of the, the defense, or, or older guys and guys like Jamie and Fabian and Coop that have been around now here for the entire three years that you've been here, that you all know each other so well. So what kind of benefit is that for you guys right now? I mean, it's critical. I mean, I was walking the hall down in Jacksonville, and DJ Lundy and me were walking together. We both looked at each other and be like, We've been at this for three years together. And like, there's a lot of history there. Um, and there's a lot of growth. And then w with history and growth, there becomes trust. And you know, we've gone through failures. Uh, we've gone through some successes. And you know, yeah, we, I mean, we've got a chip on our shoulder. We've got to go play good football. Um, but to do it with guys that you have history with, um, you know, a lot of these guys have played a lot of football. Some of them weren't ready for it. And, you know, we put them through it, and we went through it with them. And so we've kind of grown up uh, as Seminoles together, and it's our job to make sure we go out there and play the way the Seminoles deserve to play. we got time for three more. We'll go to Carter Carls from the Tallahassee Democrat. Three. Hi, Adam. Uh, Hi. You, you mentioned the receivers a little bit, but just in what ways has the passing game pushed the defensive backs? This preseason, and, and how, how, and like, what ways are, is it is it a challenge for them? Well, we have good players at wideout. You know, they they go up and they catch contested balls. Um, they're aggressive. Um, you know, good route runners, and you know, I think our offense does a great job. You know, formationally and just with actions. I mean, over the history of of Coach Norvell's um, career, I mean, they've been you know really productive. And you know they, they can run the football, and anytime you can run the football, it creates a lot of plays. And you know I think Jordan's super comfortable in the offense at this point, and um, you know just their execution level is is, is really started to pick up. And you know it, it comes down, especially at wideout, sometimes making some of those one-on-one -on -one contested plays. You saw it today. You know Duke had great coverage on Johnny. Uh, it's a one-on-one -on -one play. Three hands are on the ball, and you know. The two hands with Johnny rips it away. You know, yesterday down in Jacksonville, Duke made one of those one-on-one -on -one plays. And you know, our job as coaches to make sure we're coaching the fundamentals and you know, coaching how to win on the rep. Um, but on good teams, those are back and forths. And when you win the rep, you're excited about. It. When you lose the rep, you want to do it again, line it up, and rerun it. And um, that's what we're creating right now with that competition. I think you, you know, I think you've spoken before about, um, you know, now that the understanding is a higher, at a higher level uh, for the players of the defense, that you guys are able to do a little bit more. I think you guys simplified some things last year. Um, when it comes to bringing pressures from different areas, do certain guys just have an innate ability to be better at that, or is it more just about scheme and? When you ask that, are you saying innate ability to be a blitzer, or are you saying to handle the schematics of it? I, I, I was talking more about to be a blitzer. Yeah, I, I definitely think 
Um, you have schemes where you say, hey, this is the player that's going to blitz on this play because of the formation, the look, the call, the formation distribution. Then sometimes I need to bring this guy because he's really good at doing this, right? And so as a play caller, you know, and sometimes that becomes a little bit more third down oriented, right? Um, that, you know, I'm going to bring him to do this. But, I mean, I've had players over the years where you say, listen, I mean, Remember the the first time Hampson, my first year here, came back against NC State. The first play in, we blitzed him off the weak side, and he had a, made a play. You know, he was, I was waiting to coach him forever. And um, there are certain guys like that that you know, regardless of the formation, this is the guy I want to bring, and he's going to make full speed decisions. Um, I think last year we 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 got really sound. Uh, teams weren't beating us schematically. You know, we were leveraging the ball, we were tackling, we were sound. Um, and we were just trying to get to one-on-ones that we could win. Um, I think as we've gotten better, now we've allowed ourselves to be more. I mean, I always have wanted to be teams that create TFLs, create sacks, because that's how you win third downs, because you get them in third down situations that are bigger and so or longer. And so we have come a long ways. I mean, I get breakdowns after every single practice, and you know, from drill work to the end of each period of you know, our success rate on pressures, our success rate on, you know, seven-man drops, on press coverage, and all those things. And, you know, you evaluate them after each practice. Then when camp settles, it's like, okay, this is what we're going to be. And you want to be that, but you also need curveballs and change-ups. So an offense can say, hey, that's what Florida State is. But they're really good at this and this as well, but it's out of the same look. And I think when you can start doing that, then you create offenses that they, they have to coach the quarterback of, of not when you see it, it's this. When you see it, it could be this or it could be that. Now you're winning on defense because they're waiting for post-snap decisions. And now your kids can play faster, and the offense needs to react to you. And I've always been an advocate of being an offensive-defensive coach where you can you know, play more of an attack style and make them um, kind of dictate how the game will go and where the ball will go. All right, last one. We'll go back to Brendan. I mean, one of the great things about college, coaching college football is you're getting these guys at 17 years old, and you know you're getting that third year, and you know at 17, you know. They're wide-eyed and they want to play. They think they're the best players in the country, and you don't want to take that away from them. But there's some growth there that needs to happen, you know. And now, you know, there's a number of these guys. To even go down the list, you guys have the list. I mean, but there's a lot of these guys who are lining up, and they were playing three years ago. And you know, now just the confidence and the understanding in the relationship, you know, um, of you know what it needs to look like from coach to player and from player to coach. So, you know, I'm just. You know, I'm proud to be their guy, to to be the defense coordinator for these guys, um, to be able to meet with them every day and, and try and help them through all the things they need to go through. Um, you know, just about everybody in that unit, I've had to sit down with them of things that weren't just football that we had to help them through. You know, and you can go down the list of the guys, and you know, not to mention the plays that you've that, that you've seen them make over the years. So, you know, it just brings a close bond or brotherhood towards it that is part of why I love college football. And um, you know, just looking forward to you know putting a great plan together this week and uh, our last week of camp. You know, and, and and see these guys grow even closer. All right, thanks, coach. Thanks, guys. Hey, coach, how you doing? Hey, Ira. Uh, <clears throat> I know last week you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, you guys did some more live things in special teams. Did you guys carry that over, or was that a one-time thing? And and did you feel like you got out of that what you wanted to uh, last time out? No, we we carried it over. It was really a, a, a kind of a big picture philosophy of what we wanted to get done this fall camp. So actually, today we incorporated all four of our our uh, you know our big four units. So we had we started the game with kickoff cover. Uh, both groups, the ones and the twos, got a full cover rep. Uh, and then throughout the course of the scrimmage, we worked uh, some some full speed punt, some full speed kickoff return, and then some full speed punt pressure. So um, we got we got all four of those core units work today. Theoretically, I guess a kicker, it's the same thing for them, but it doesn't happen as often. So how do you keep 
a, a backup kicker engaged? And, and does it really just come down to who makes the most kicks in camp? Yeah, you know, I think uh, each one of those uh, position battles is a little bit unique in and of itself. Uh, with with the kicking situation, having Ryan coming back as an experienced player, um, you know, I felt coming into camp, you know, it was going to be uh, a great opportunity for him to continue to grow. Um, we do have some really good players behind him um, who who are doing a nice job. But uh, Ryan's Ryan's had a good camp. He's had had another solid scrimmage today. So um, you you just want to keep developing depth on your team and you keep pushing guys to continue to grow and and compete. And uh, you know, um, but. But Ryan, you know, has, has had a really good camp to this point. So, um, you know, I don't know if I totally answered your question there in, in terms of that. But, um, you know, I feel good about that competition. Same, same can be said for punter. You know, I mean, Alex is, is a two-year returning starter, um, has, has done a really good job with us. And, and then Mac has had a really good camp. Um, so for me, knowing that we have capable guys and capable depth is, is always a great thing. With regards to the return game and having the two live scrimmages with live special teams, do you feel like that group is ready to take the next step and do what you guys were hoping to do with new personnel and a little more emphasis in certain areas of it? Yeah, you know, I think I think more than anything, the the, the full speed work has been best for the return units uh, because you know we 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 work punt a lot and we've always worked punt in scrimmage situations, um, but to, to get the speed on the kickoff return, the speed on the punt punt pressure, the punt return unit. Um, you know that's been critical for us, and it's not just about the returners. You know that's that's just a, that's just a piece of the puzzle. It's really about you know evaluating if we have the right ten guys in front of them who are blocking for them. Um, you know, and and I think we're finding out more about who we are and getting that speed on guys. It's also it allows them to to understand what the intensity. Uh, at least closer to what a game speed would be like, um, as opposed to there's at times when you practice um, where it's not always full speed to the ball. It's more making sure assignments are, are correct. Uh, in these scrimmages, we've been we've been able to compete at a very high level, and I think it's going to pay dividends uh, for those ret return units and and for our cover units going forward. into the, uh, I guess, the last week of the, the preseason as it was, how, how much of an idea do you have of who kind of those, those starting kick returners and starting punt returner are going to be? We, we have a very, very solid idea in terms of who the top two guys or three guys are in each one of those groups. Um, you know, I, I usually, you know, let coach kind of put the depth charts out when he's ready to put those out. But, um, you know, you guys know who, who we're talking about. We're talking about Deuce uh, and Trey and, and Sam McCall, the kick return side. And then uh, you got Micah and Keyshawn and, and Sam have done a good job at the punt return side. So um, those are the names that, that, that are, are going to be the key key figures, the key the guys that are playing a key role. And, uh, you know, I'm sure when Coach is ready to, to kind of name a starter, uh, he'll, be, he'll be certainly excited to do so. But – uh, I'm going to kind of defer to him on that. We'll go back to Ira. You know, a lot of times special teams are a great opportunity for younger players. Um, you know, is it for guys like Sam and Azari and some of those young, talented guys, Omar probably, do they, how much of getting onto those units is their athletic ability and how much of it is really just embracing and understanding the concepts? To prove that they can be out there. Well, I, th I think it's it's both those things that you mentioned. You know, I mean, obviously you need the skill set, the athletic ability to be out, be able to go out there, and then you need to be able to understand big picture what we're trying to get accomplished. And and it takes some time. You know, it really does. And and uh, we do want to push those young guys to be contributors for us early. Um, but we're only going to put them in a situation to, to be out on the field if, if they're ready for it. Uh, I think there was a guy to to your point though. I thought who had a really good scrimmage. Uh, today, and, and for the most part, his really good plays were on the look team. But uh, Omar Graham was a guy who I, who really I thought had a nice day on special teams today. Um, so to, to the point you're making about pushing young guys, that that's a young guy that I would like to see this continued growth from because today I thought he took a step forward. We'll go back to Aslan. When you're watching film with your guys. Jared or Derek is like, Coach, I, I would have I had Jordan here, but it's a green jersey, so I held up. I mean, like, 
Can you believe that? Um, and, and just what kind of uh, what kind of looks is Jordan giving me? Yeah, he's a scout team guy. He's your, your starting quarterback. But what kind of luxury is it that you guys go up against Jordan every single day? And how does that sort of uh, enhance, I guess, your guys' skill set, their ability? Well, going against Jordan every day is it does it does create a lot of teachable moments because you know as a as a defensive line coach you're trying to teach rush lanes and rush lane discipline and and how it is that the four of us work together to to kind of build a wall and and keep them in the pocket but also win in your rush and uh, you know I, I think when you have a mobile quarterback like Jordan is who's who's extremely athletic it does teach a lot of good lessons in terms of discipline and how you rush. Um, in terms of, of the first part of your question, yeah, they always think they got him. Um, it's it's my job to keep him a little bit grounded at times and, and kind of look at him like I don't you know I don't know boys, but uh, I want them to be confident. I want them to feel good about themselves. But you know at the same time, there also has to be an understanding that um, you know Jordan's not that easy to get on the ground. So um, we'll see. But you know we've done a good job of staying off the quarterbacks and and uh, you know. Those guys are healthy right now, so I think I think we're working well together. All right, last one. We'll go back to Ira. Coach Norvell seemed um, he seemed pleased with the way the players responded to the challenge of this week and all the challenges of this week. Uh, I was just kind of wondering about your guys, the guys you deal with. I know you deal with a bunch of different guys because of your two roles, but um, what did you see? Did you learn anything about this team this week? Well, you know, this was a challenging week. You know, six days in a row, you know, we, we did call it an identity week uh, because it was going to be a grind in a lot of different ways. You know, it, the the physicality of the week, the travel uh, to Jacksonville, coming back here, playing tonight, you know, just the mental and the physical toll that that, that week put together uh, had on them uh, was going to test who we are as, as a group. And, and I thought the guys responded well. You know, I, I really thought the special teams had a good week. Um, you know, I thought there was good intent. There was good focus. Uh, there was there was a lot of good work put forward. I thought today, you know, for for the special teams reps that we got, it was really very good. And I, and I really felt like the defensive line worked hard this week. They really did. I, you know, they're they are in a lot of ways uh, in a leadership role, especially on our defense. And you know, it's one it's one thing to lead with your mouth, and, and a lot of guys can do that. But to lead with with your actions. And, and be able to put in the work. I thought our guys did a nice job of doing that this week. Um, I do feel pretty good about where we are coming out of the week and, and uh, look forward to, to getting into this next next phase of, of camp. All right, thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys.